Hey, Breakthrough listeners, it's Jason Lowe and Peter Lount from episode number 107. At Ascendant Financial, mybankersvault.com, we specialize in teaching real estate investors across Canada the process of becoming your own banker, the infinite banking concept. Do you also find it frustrating when it's difficult to access the financing you need or when the housing market moves against you? And when there's unexpected prolonged vacancy or expensive repairs, are you tired of transferring all that money away from you? We have the solution at mybankersvault.com. By becoming your own banker, anything that you are already doing financially, including real estate investing, is radically improved. Whether utilizing this process for down payments or for entire real estate purchases, becoming your own banker puts you in a position to control the repayment schedule on your loans while enhancing your overall returns. Whether you are brand new to real estate or a seasoned investor, we believe that ready access to money and financial control should be in your hands not the banks or a loan officer. We have an exclusive and irresistible package for Breakthrough Podcast listeners. If you want the best way to build and deploy capital, easier access to money, better returns, and less headaches, head on over to mybankersvault.com. That's mybankersvault.com. Tired of the 9 to 5? Tired of only dreaming about the things you want to do? Want to have more time for your family? More time for you? More time for you? This is the Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast, where we interview qualified guests in the real estate industry all across Canada. We want you to live life on your terms, and we want to help you break through to that life through the power of real estate investing. This is the Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast. Now your hosts, Rob Brake and Sandy McKay. Hello and welcome back, everybody. We're so happy to have you back with us again today. As usual, here with me is Sandy McKay. How are you doing, Sandy? Rob, doing fantastic. Happy to be here for another show. Another sunny day. Uh, you know, sunny, I guess so in Canada. Yeah. I know you got more sun. Are you trying to brag or what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you asking that for? <laughs> I'm just asking you how you're doing, man. It's good. It's good. It's not as probably as sunny and nice as Costa Rica these days, but it's nice. Beautiful Canada. That's good. I heard it was decent weather yesterday. I mean, it's a beautiful real estate market. That's for sure. So it's yeah. all sun and, uh, and rainbows in that sense. No, I'll be honest, I'm gearing up to uh, sort of liquidate a couple of my properties. Oh, yeah? Seems like the right time. Okay. Love to hear more about that. And nothing much more to tell. I got a couple of duplexes in Oshawa that uh, we're going to put up for sale the next couple of weeks. So a duplex in Oshawa is worth what nowadays? Like, uh, <sighs> hard to say. But they're going over a million now, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we're seeing that in, in across Hamilton, a lot of the ones on the on the mountain that are very typical bungalow duplexes. We're seeing those. I think I saw one at 1.2 or 1.25, uh, 1.2 and change, like in January, which was like everyone went, holy crap. That's, you know, it was it was like uh, a year ago that 8, 850, 900 was kind of the pretty typical or even the top of that market. Mm-hmm. So it's gone up like crazy. I mean, it just makes sense. Right now, free up a little bit of capital, make some moves, you know. Um, what about you? What's new? Uh, 
might do the same to be honest <laughs> might do a couple uh might offload a couple too just um yeah probably a lot of the same reasons you're thinking it sounds like uh we know we know what the market is it's tempting to to access some cash and maybe free it up for opportunities that are coming uh wish us luck good luck <laughs> It's, an, it's never in, in almost all times when I look back, it's not always the smartest move to offload properties. It never feels yeah. that good, but yeah. Well, I know, sold like, my principal uh, residence like what a year, uh, almost a year ago. And mm. I mean, we did it for the right reason, I think, you know, and, and, um, and sort of changed direction and everything like that, but it's probably worth 25% more than it was even like just, just under a year ago. Yeah. So, yeah, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. Okay. So people should go to our website, breakthroughreipodcast.ca. There they can download all of our old shows, uh, hook up with our guests and uh, get our free gift. Free gift, the ultimate strategy for building wealth through real estates, uh, which actually we're going to talk on a lot about kind of that strategy today here as well. And still, uh, still, Tried, tested, and true and very relevant. So go grab that and get on our list so you never miss out on a show or anything else we got going on. Uh, you can find all that. Again, breakthrough, reipodcast.ca. And go over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. People have been doing that lately. It's been helping us. Uh, so, you know, keep it up, guys. We really appreciate all of the, the uh, amazing reviews that you guys are leaving for us. Um, you know, it, it doesn't take long. Helps us get the show out there. Helps us... Uh, reach more Canadians who need this kind of content because I believe real estate is, you know, one of those tools that are, that can be super, super beneficial to people who um, are looking for an investment strategy that, you know, where you can, where you can access leverage and uh, you know, just, just do really amazing things with relatively small amounts of money. So uh, you know, Yep. Uh, sometimes really small amounts of money. I mean, maybe it costs a little more depending on the market you're in these days than uh, certainly than when we were talking figures and numbers back in our early days of the show. Um, yet there's some really cool creative opportunities out there. And the more we can talk about that and share and get great guests on like we have today, the more we can help, uh, hopefully help you and others listening to, uh, to just get your unfair share of the, of the opportunities that are here in Canada. I like that you know, just move forward, right? Just get going at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, you know, uh, let's, let's introduce our guest. Cool. Yeah. I've got uh, really excited to bring on uh, one of our core sponsors of the show, Jesse Bobrowski of Calvert, Calvert Home, Home Mortgage. Uh, and coming to us today from uh, beautiful Calgary. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what they've been doing and, and what he's been doing in real estate and how they can help you out. Uh, he's the vice president of business development there with Calverts, and um, some of the things they do or have done is uh, really related to the, the mortgage side of things and some of the creative options there for everyone. So we're going to talk about that and how we can help you out. Um, he's a father of two. He's uh, big, big into skiing, fishing, mountain biking, always a continuous learner. And he was the VP of operations for Calgary-based private lending firm. They managed over $50 million in mortgages. Um, now he's with Calverts. Uh, I don't want to. I don't even know the number of uh, of millions that you're managing or, or you know dishing out in terms of funds. Uh, but it's, there's some big numbers there, and it's pretty intriguing and exciting to learn more about. So happy to have you 
have you on the show here, Jesse. Welcome aboard. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, yeah, Rob. Jesse, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Rob. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for me. taking the time. Um, I guess we'll start out like we always do. Tell us a little bit about your investing journey so far. Sounds good. Um, so my investing journey has has really mimicked uh, or or ran alongside my professional journey. Um, I uh, was born and raised in Thunder Bay, Ontario. I uh, went to university in Ontario upon graduation, uh, which was in 2007, moved out to the Wild West uh, at the tail end of an oil boom uh, with the ambition to work uh, in trading. Um, started doing that for a short period of time. And very quickly, I met a husband and wife couple who owned a syndicated mortgage lender and um, started getting to know them, um, consulting for them, working with them, investing my money in private mortgages. Uh, then the financial crisis hit, which was an amazing time to learn because I, I was in a I was in a fortunate position where um, I didn't have too much net worth, so I was learning from other people's mistakes uh, through you know oh nine oh ten, and then things started to uh, improve again. Um, the bulk of what I've invested in is on the lending side. I haven't really owned too many properties. I, I have owned a few and, and done all right with them. Um, then six years ago, um, where we were looking to do a true partnership, um, the visions weren't the same. I was really looking to grow, uh, a, grow a company uh, into something large. Um, and in order to do that, you need to invest a lot of the, um, the earnings back into the company. And uh, my partners, uh, they were ready to retire. So they, they wanted to, uh, to use as much of that revenue to, uh, to fund uh, their retirement. And I couldn't blame them. So we moved on and, and I joined uh, Calvert Home Mortgage six years ago. Uh, we talk about money. At the time, we, were a 40, we had $40 million of assets under management. Uh, today we have 230 million. Um, the bulk of that growth has been through uh, lending to real estate investors. So we have a product that specializes in people that are flipping and burring properties. We love the short-term uh, value add that we can provide where banks don't like that business. A lot of our competitors don't like that business. Um so we are very focused on that. We entered the Ontario market a year and a half ago. It's gone great. Um, and we have some really big plans for the future to continue to scale our business and really help more real estate investors um, uh, achieve their plans. So 75% of the money we lend out is in uh, Flip and Burr properties. Uh, that was this year, we lent out $307 million, So over 200 million has been to flip and burr clients. And uh, we plan to grow that by at least another 35% in, uh, in 22. Awesome. So, so we're going to learn a little bit more about that as we go here. And uh, you got all sorts of uh, interesting uh, value adds here around the flip and uh, burr by renovate refinance and rents. If you haven't heard about that, I mean, you haven't listened to enough of our episodes because we talk a lot about, a lot about that strategy and yeah. Um, certainly we've got some tools here to give away. We've got some, um, good kind of opportunities for, uh, 
for discounts and good deals we can help out uh, our, our listeners with as well. So it's going to be a great show. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming here and uh, introing us with your story. Hey, investors. We want to let you know our partners at Calvert Home Mortgage are an amazing mortgage lender for your Burr or Flip projects. They only require 20000 down, no appraisals needed in most instances, and can fund quickly. And right now, we're offering Calvert Home Mortgage's free Flip Burr Analyzer tool to run your numbers on deals. It's in our podcast description, and you can save $500 off your next deal with Calvert Home Mortgage when you mention our referral code, Breakthrough Podcast. Terms and conditions apply. How, uh, how, does, how exactly do you help fund and help uh, uh, you know, on the financing side with investors? What does that actually look like? So we do a few things really unique that <clears throat> caters to uh, the, the, the Flip and Burr clients. Firstly, we, you talked uh, in your intro about uh, investing with relatively small amounts in real estate, which is really remarkable when you think, you know, you're, you're usually have an outlay of a 500 grand, yet sometimes your own capital could be nil or very close to nil. So we allow flippers to get in with as little as $20,000 down um, on purchase. Uh, they have to have their own capital to do the renovations and they have to have their own capital uh, to pay us throughout the term of the mortgage. But $20,000 down is how we allow them to get in. So that's, that's one big value add. We allow them to get in with relatively uh, low down. Secondly, we've been doing this for over 20 years. Um, we've seen everything. We are very focused on the borrower's success. So we're really only going to lend if we see real profit in it for our borrower. Um, so what we do is we'll look at, we'll analyze the deal. Um, we have this, uh, this flip and burr analyzer that I'd be happy to share uh, with your audience. And we'll talk about how to contact me later on. But so what we do is we look at, here's the purchase price. We understand the budget. If there's holes in the budget or there's things that, you know, um, they're looking to do high-end flooring when high-end flooring isn't necessary. They're looking to move structural walls when that's probably not the biggest bang for their buck. So we, we help them look through and think through these things. Then we value the property as if complete. Um, and I'll get into how we value the property because that's another really unique value proposition that we have. So we value the property as complete. Then we understand, okay, here's how many months it's going to take to renovate. Here's how many months it's going to take to sell. Here's your carrying costs. Here's your true net net after realtor costs, after legal fees, after insurance. Like our analyzer helps the investor think through everything because you'd be surprised how many people don't think through those details and those details add up. And then if they are truly going to be successful, and we're not talking, you know, a margin of $20,000 on a million dollar flip that's going to take four months, like just go work your day job. That's not worth it. Uh, so if they truly are going to be successful, we're going to lend them the capital. Um, so the $20,000 down allows them to get in uh, with relatively low amounts. But what a lot of our big flippers love is that they can scale their business. Like the, the, the hardest thing of what a lot of the short-term real estate investors do, the flip and burr clients is finding the property, finding the property with enough juice in it. So 
they, I, I, we don't want to ever see our clients giving up an opportunity to purchase because they don't have enough capital. Um, so a lot of our bigger flippers love it because they can make a hundred grand. Yes, our interest rates are a little bit more, but we're a, we're a conduit to that opportunity. Um, so that's another way we help. And then we talk about uh, our the valuations that we do. So well, us as a mortgage lender, we don't use third-party valuations for the most part. When the property is unique or higher end, we'll get a third-party value. But we employ appraisers at our office um, that do the valuations. So that really tightens up the speed in which we can lend. Like we've, we've, I, I did a deal yesterday where <clears throat> got it in, the lender fell apart at the 11th hour. It needs to fund tomorrow. We had a commitment letter out yesterday, um, instructed our lawyer yesterday, and we'll fund that deal today. There's not many lenders who can do that. And we did that without, because it was a bank lender, we didn't have access to the appraisal. So we did that, that backed out. So we did that with our own valuation. Um, so we allow the borrower um, to purchase with speed and tip. And usually the savvy borrowers can leverage that for their business because they could go into a negotiation with the seller and say, Hey, is it important for you to get out at a certain time? And if so, we could literally, you know, provide them an unconditional commitment and they could fund the mortgage in 48 hours. So it allows them to drive down that purchase price. Um, so really, you know, we're, we're, we're allowing them to get in for a low down payment. We're giving them our expertise. We're basically working with them through their due diligence. So whether you're super savvy, which you probably don't need our, our handholding or just getting into it. Uh, but even the super savvy, they're still reaching out and say, Jesse, what do you think about the value here? And kind of because we have that value expertise, we're kind of bouncing ideas off of each other. Uh, and even where we talk about market dynamics and economic fundamentals, like we love working with those savvy clients to challenge each other and learn and, and, and grow together. So um, low down payment, lending our expertise, allowing them to enter the market with relatively low down. And we are, we are very passionate about customer service and just kicking ass for every client. Um, so I believe that's our secret sauce is really how we interact with our client. Um, we're always available. You'll never get an answering machine. If Rob, the underwriter is not available, they're going to pass you on to Sherwin, pass you on to Logan. Like somebody's going to be there to help you. And when you need to rush, we, we have the ability and resources to draw off everything and get the deal done for you. It sounds really good. A couple questions for you. <clears throat> um, you mentioned, you did say as little as 20,000 down. Is that typical or is like, what would be typical? So our bread and butter product, Rob, is that $20,000 down. So we do that for purchases up to 800 grand. Um, when, okay. it's when it's over 800 grand, we have to readjust because it's a different risk dynamic, but up to 800 grand. Um, we lend that money out at our highest interest rate, which is 15.5% annualized. So 1.29 per month. It's fully open. Most of our most of our borrowers are getting out. Uh, I looked at our averages the other day. It was about 4.75 months. So call it under five. So call it under five months. Um, and then we tear our pricing down. Like like some borrowers uh, like are just sitting on a on a pile of cash and they have nothing to do with it. 
Well, in that instance, go ahead. If you put 25% down, um, it's the same product, but it's at 7.9%, six months fully open. If the borrower needs to renew, we renew at no cost. So there's no, there's no nickel and diming. It's here's the fee. Here's the rate. Let's go to biz. Let's go to work. So 20 grand down is our bread and butter project uh, product. And that's what most people are accessing. Now that's 20 grand down in Ontario, the, in Alberta, we do it with 10 grand down. So even less. And the reason we do it with less in Alberta is we just know Alberta better. So we understand the risk better and we can, we can underwrite better. We can control um, that, that whole risk dynamic a lot better in, in Alberta than we can Ontario. So what is the typical return that Calvert looks for in order to fund the deal then? It's a good question. Uh, it's a long answer because it's not consistent. Like I, I, I mentioned a million dollar flip with let's say a six, like let's say a $200,000 rental budget um, that's going to take six months in that we want to see well over a hundred grand of return, right? Cause that's a lot of risk. That's a lot of time. Um, those variables can move quickly when you have a large budget, uh, are the bread and butter stuff that we love to see, which is, you know, those homogeneous properties in mid, in the mid to lower half of the market, right? So stuff that's going to move quick. There's a ton of comparables. Usually you're adding cosmetic rentals. So, you know, your paint, maybe some drywall, updating the kitchen, updating some bathrooms and some flooring, Let's say an let's say an average purchase price of six hundred grand, um, average reno of sixty, getting out in the eights, you should be making sixty to eighty grand on those. That's what we're. That's kind of the cookie cutter. That's what I love to see investors doing. Um, you know, some some of our people who are more savvy, they're they're looking for uh, different unique opportunities that they can <clears throat> that they can leverage. But we love the cookie cutter stuff. The more data available, uh, the more certainty we have on after repaired value, the more certainty we have that there's going to be a buyer for you, um, the less advanced your budget, the less likely you're going to run into, oh, fuck, I got to, you know, my plumber's not coming, you know, oh my gosh, uh, I, I missed the fact that this is a load bearing wall that I have to move and now it's added a bunch of costs. Like, so for a typical... We like to see 60 to 80. And, and at the end of the day, Rob, uh, the way that we're breaking it down is, are you are you earning money or are you buying yourself a job? If you're buying yourself a job, you probably want to rethink that. It's a good answer. Um, yeah. One more thing. How, how does this help with, a, with, a, uh, with the Burr buyers? Are they staying with you after? No, they're typically exiting right after. So... They'll come in and usually the banks, like the really juicy properties, the banks won't even lend on because of how dilapidated they are. Like the banks will look at the appraisal and say, no, this is non-conforming. We're out. Um, or they're, they're adding so much value that it doesn't make sense for them to borrow bank money, do all the work, stabilize the rents, and then exit. So they'll buy, they'll do the work, they'll get the renters in, they'll increase value. And then they'll go to a bank lender at 80% loan to value. And in lots of instances, pulling out all of their down payment, all of their rentals, and letting that thing cash flow with a, you know, prime-ish mortgage. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, gotcha. 
they're building a rental portfolio with our capital. Any uh, any roadblocks? And you mentioned up, you know, as as quick as forty eight hours, which is which is which is a huge huge value add in your negotiations with a with a potential seller, right? And if you can close in within a week, even um, if someone's in some sort of stress or pain, there. What, any other roadblocks around that? Like, how does that work with the lawyers and everything involved? Is that do you see that lawyers are able to do that typically, or does that come up as a bit of a challenge on the lawyer side? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's amazing that in, in so in Alberta, um, we're able to use one lawyer. So, so we this is another thing that we've invested into for speed is we have our own legal administration and our own legal docs. So, just like the big banks. In Alberta, we say, hey, lawyer, um, you're acting on behalf of the borrower and us acknowledge the conflict, but here's here's our mortgage instructions, execute them. Follow the trust conditions, execute them. So there's one lawyer and there's very little friction because of that. And because we do so much volume, most lawyers that do volume know us, know our docs. It's so easy. Then we go into Ontario. And Ontario Law Society has this rule where for whatever, so they have this rule where private alternative lenders need ILA from the borrower. So we go in and we see all this friction and we're like, holy man, all we're doing is babysitting lawyers. Like this is crazy. So then we dug into the Law Society rule and, and, and there was a component of it saying, uh, unless you're a financial institution. So we had an opinion written up declaring us a financial institution. Like all, all Calvert Home Mortgage Investment Corporation is in the business of is lending capital. We're, we're a MIC. All of our returns are returned to our shareholders. Uh, we got audit. Like everything is very, very easy and transparent when it relates to how we operate as a business. So we said, we are an inst- a financial institution. Lawyers, here's the opinion. They said, yeah, great. Life was back to relatively easy. We can instruct the lawyer, fund the next day. They're not having to dick around with another lawyer and fight over some nuance that if they just call me, we could resolve that right away. Um, So life was good for about two months. Then the Law Society said, no, if you're not a CMHC or chartered, uh, a CMHC uh, lender or a chartered uh, or a schedule one bank, Um, you need ILA. So we're back to this ILA issue in Ontario, which, which causes problems. However, we found three practitioners that are really good or are really good to work with for us, know our paperwork can push that out. These lawyers are in business to do business. So when they see problems from other lawyers, they just look and say, Hey, am I protecting my client's interest? If so, let's move on. Or, hey, Jesse, here's an issue that I'm seeing. And, and right away getting on the phone and moving the file forward. So lawyering can be an issue, although we've solved the problem for the interim just with, with really good practitioners that, um, that understand how we operate. But our goal is to go back to the one lawyer solution in Ontario. And we think we have that figured out where we'll, we'll, um, we'll get a title insurance product and waive representation. So we think we have that for you Ontario borrowers. And what's great is it saves, it saves our borrowers 1500 bucks, right? Like they're not paying for two sets of legal fees. And it also saves them a lot of time and aggravation. Like 
when lawyers are jamming things up at the 11th hour, it is frustrating for all involved, especially the borrower. You got borrowers freaking out, realtors freaking out, brokers freaking out, your lender freaking out. It's just remarkable how this one piece of the puzzle can, that, that should be the easiest piece or one of the easiest pieces can cause so much friction. And that seems to happen far too often. <laughs> Uh, in my because, experience, uh, mm-hmm. some, yeah, miraculously, even when you have like 60 days to close or uh, things pop up in the last two days and it's like, you know, craziness. Always uh, something. But what I'm hearing there is you need a really great team around you to help facilitate and make the, you know, fix these things when they come up because having the great lawyer and the great mortgage, uh, team and everyone on board and, and, and everyone kind of in the same line and working together is a big difference from bunch of random people that have never worked together trying to make it all happen at the end when something comes up um it's a big difference yeah it's huge and even when something comes up like because we've taken it upon ourselves to understand how we protect ourselves with the mortgage when something pops up you can call a decision maker to work through it and we could say is this risk material can we get over this and just move on like it's not like working with the banks or other lenders where they have to rely on their lawyer's advice We've taken it upon ourselves to really understand that and be and empower ourselves to make those risk and legal decisions. Of course, when it's complex and we don't know the answer, we're going to rely on counsel. But for the most part, these things are not that complex. It's just, you know, small immaterial items that don't uh, coincide with the black and white mortgage instructions. Mostly easy to get over. Hey, Breakthrough listeners. Are you a real estate investor looking to scale your portfolio but struggle to find an investment-focused renovation company? Then our team at Evolution Construction Management is here for you. With our standard list of features and processes, we've created an efficient method to streamline your renovation from start to finish so you don't have to. Enjoy a hassle-free renovation on us. Visit our website at www.evolutioncm.ca or email us for your free quote at info at evolutioncm.ca. Um, I was really interested in your flip analyzer. It sounds great. How do people get their hands on that? Yeah, so I people can visit our website, um, chmic.ca uh, is a great way to reach out and get a hold of us uh, and get a hold of it. And it's right on the website. Um, our Instagram is a powerful tool to get a hold of us, uh, at Calvert home mortgage. Um, and then happy for people to email me direct. Uh, I'll probably refer them off to one of my great business development associates or underwriters, but it's, um, my name, Jesse at chmic.ca. And that, that analyzer, we want the world to have, like, it's not proprietary by any means we've invested into it and created it, but uh, investors can use it for their own uh, purposes. We have a ton of wholesalers that we work with that had their own flip analyzers developed. And the way this one functions and works, they've just moved on and adopted ours and stuck their stuck their um, uh, corporate logo on it. So we're happy for it to get out to the world. And, and it's really, um, it's very uh, intuitive in that you really only have to, an- t- to enter a few variables. The variables are purchase price, your down payment, your rental budget, 
um, how long you're going to borrow for. So the, the, the time to renovate and then the time on market. And after that, it'll, it'll spit everything out. If you want to get really deep, like it'll spit out your realtor fees based off of, um, in on what's, what is the realtor fee in Ontario? A straight 5%? 10%. <laughs> uh, it'll spit that out. It'll, it'll, it, var- it varies really, but it's a call it, call it five is probably the number to use as a, yeah, as a five. As a and then, yeah. and then usually you're getting a discount. So it'll ask you, are you getting a realtor discount? Um, yeah. it'll, it'll calculate land transfer tax in Alberta. We don't have this, but, um, it'll calculate land transfer tax. If it's in Toronto, it'll can it'll calculate the additional land transfer tax. Um, you can get really detailed and think about like, how much is my, like we have, um, placeholders for your electrical bill and your plumbing and but it'll ask you like are you going to pay for snow shoveling like just all those little things that can add up it'll ask you although you don't need to put them in like you're going to be well within the range if you just enter those five variables so it's available we're developing a burr tab as well that'll help you think through um how your exit will look in terms of how your lender will look at the deal uh, what the value will be as complete. Um, it has a cap rate function. So that's not out yet, but I'd love to uh, to push it out through your network when it is uh, available for release. Yeah, you talk about exit plan and multiple exit plans is always something I always like to see in, in a deal is what it, if, if plan A doesn't go perfectly well, which, you know, decent chance that, that that's the way it goes. Uh, what's plan B, C, D, even, and, uh, you know, having, having more options that all are, Decent options versus just one and one only is always a great, uh, great thing to have. What else on the analyzer there that you work with? What are, what are some of the other things there that, uh, that are like useful for people to know when they're working through it? Is there any other things on there that you see people forgetting when they don't use that? Like when they're trying to run their own version of this? Um, well, they'll, they'll, what I see some people doing is, not thinking through their budget and just entering a number. And then we like, we have a budget tab to help them think through here are the line items you should consider. Um, and, and really understand what their budget is. Like they're like, Oh, 50 grand for this, this, and this. And then we're like, well, you're redoing your kitchen. You're redoing two bathrooms. Uh, what do you think your material costs are? And, and they, 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 they give us material costs from three years ago. Right. And we're like, no, you know, tile is double that now. Um, your hardwood flooring is double your, your drywall. So just really understanding their numbers. So what we do with, with the flip analyzer is, is help them think through like, yeah, I need to know my numbers. Um, we are going to develop this flip analyzer where, where we literally are going to put S SKUs of home hardware, home Depot on it. So they can be like, yeah, here's what my drywall is. Like we have a, a vision. So the flipper can go in uh, with their with their camera, take a video and it'll do all the measurement. Like this is probably two, three years down the road, but it'll do all the measurements for them. And it'll say, here's the cost of this. Here's the cost of that. But right now, all we have is a checklist for them to think through and try to figure out um, or point them to where they can find out the cost for these materials. So the budget is really important. And then even like who's doing the work. We love working with trades because they know their numbers and they know who's doing the work. It's really difficult working with people who are, sorry, 
it's not really difficult. It can be really difficult if people don't have a plan and they're not a tradesperson. They don't have that. You mentioned earlier, Sandy, that team around them of, of trusted advisors, trusted, um, trusted service providers, uh, because things can, things can go awry really quickly. Like I have one client right now doing a flip in, um, couple hours away from where he lives and he was relying on a general contractor he's through two general contractors he's his ninth month in a flip that should have took three months um all the while paying me i think we're charging i think he put down more money so we're charging him 9.9 percent uh he's been very fortunate that the market's gone up but the market doesn't always mask your mistakes like i'm sitting here in calgary alberta where the market has gone like this for essentially the last 40 years. So we're acutely aware of, of the risks in timing. And when you don't execute quickly, you're holding yourself out to the market changing on you uh, under your feet and really impacting your, your profitability. Luckily in Ontario, you guys just go like this. So it's no worry. There's no risk. Everybody, you know, it's, it's all sunshine. Everyone looks like heroes. Everyone looks like a hero in Ontario. It's all Absolutely. You're right. Absolutely. None of us are worried about anything. <laughs> yeah. Just leave it to your lender to, to worry, right? Just leave it to us to be stressed out. And people come to us with budgets saying, yeah, you know, profitability is small now, but the market's going to go up 10% in the next six months. Um, I hate those, but that's what a lot of people's mindset is because things haven't corrected or, or they haven't seen a drop, which is a bit worrisome for me as a lender perspective, but what we do is just look at the current comps, um, hopefully educate them on the importance of being in and out. And when the market does go down, usually it takes a while to go down. So we've seen people still make good money in a down market. Um, shoot, a down market usually provides for, for the right buyers. They can go out and buy really cheap when the market's going down. Have you ever just had anyone like zero out the reno uh, budget on your on your thing and just say, hey, in six months, I may as well not even do anything. Six months, you know, we're good. We we do have them do that. And if they're speculating, like you said, we're we're obviously out. Right. But we have some people that are really good. They're they are they're quasi wholesalers and that they're really good at finding purchases. So if, if you find something 60 grand under market and we value it and we're like, yeah, this is 60 grand under market, go, you know, sweep it, pay a thousand bucks for a good clean and get it on the market. We support those deals. I was even thinking new builds or something, you know, sometimes people at the last minute with a uh, new construction might end up, maybe they're not set fully for the, like a, uh, an A lender type of a type of a mortgage on that, um, but they might already have a hundred grand of built-in equity there by the time it closes, right? Yeah, I'm assuming you'd be able to work with something like that too. We love short-term lending, so we talked about yeah. flip and burst here. But th- what you're saying there, Sandy, is a bridge loan. We love it. Um, where they bought pre-construction two years ago, it's now worth X amount more. It's clear to us that it's worth X amount more. Um, maybe they're maybe they're not even going to. Uh, Maybe they'll just close and put it on the market. We'll do those all day. Maybe that maybe something happened with their lender. Yeah, we'll close and wait for them to refinance. So those short-term opportunities is where we want to provide the value. Um, we're set up for it again because of our speed, 
because we're doing our valuations, we're keeping costs down for the client. So um, those short-term opportunities we love, and we've done a, a bunch of that new construction stuff. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, um, speaking of deals, sometimes we find some uh, opportunities in, uh, in other ways, not just uh, a motivated seller. Maybe it's, uh, well, it would be a motivated seller in some, some way, but a foreclosure or a power of sale, like those types of opportunities. Uh, do you work with those? Do you have any, any, uh, any interest in that type of stuff? And uh, what does that kind of look like usually? Yeah, we, we lend on that just like we would any other purchase. So um, power for sale, we're, we're on it. Um, we're happy to lend on it as long as the client's making money and we lend as, uh, as we typically would, like there's really no difference. Same Sandy as people that are going through wholesalers. We're happy to lend, uh, to people buying for through wholesalers. What's cool about us is we lend like if it's 300 grand plus the wholesale fee of 20, we'll lend as if the purchase price is 320. So you'll cover off the wholesale fee. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. Again, it goes back to as long as there's juice in it for our yeah. borrower, we're fine. Like the wholesalers are providing a value there. So why would we say, no, we're not paying the wholesale fee. It doesn't make sense to us. Like they're buying a property for 320 and we say, yeah, it's worth all of 380 today. And when you do your rentals, you're making money. We're in. I have to say, it sounds like you guys are providing opportunity to a lot of people who wouldn't otherwise have it, to be honest. Yeah. That's our goal, Rob. Like, we're we're trying to we're trying to figure out what benefits the end user our client and find ways to help them <clears throat> right. we're, we're we're not in it to find roadblocks we're in it to break through those barriers and provide them access to our capital uh in in a way that they're going to be successful alongside us it's right in line with the show breaking through <laughs> there you go Break it through. Uh, it's a, unfortunately, a lot of a lot of other banks they're not very. The typical bank is totally, totally a different mindset than this, which is why we, uh, which is why we're you know partnering with you to help us uh, and our listeners out because it's a, it's a, it's the important thing for. I, I, if I knew about this, Rob, if we knew about this eight, ten years ago, ten years ago, it, it, I mean, even now it's op- it opens doors. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> that just yeah, are huge. are not are, are locked currently for most people. So as simple as close as covering off the wholesale fee, even like there's yeah. there's so many people ask uh, people ask me about that all the time when they're looking at a wholesale deal. Mm-hmm. Like I come up with like yeah the down payment, but then also like 50k in cash or 20k in cash or 10 whatever the number is, and they're like yeah you like it used to be yeah well, you gotta pay that in cash, <laughs> mm-hmm. and people are like well that's kind of sucks that ruins the. Yeah, I know it's a great opportunity, but I got to put it that much more cash. So this covers off that too, which is awesome. Yeah. And, and you know what, before I forget, like we talk about providing solutions um, for real estate investors that have a big portfolio, we can get really creative. Like we do deals where for instance, right now we're doing one um, guy owns a fourplex, it's worth a million bucks. He only owes 300, right? He's buying a flip. Let's say the flip is 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 five hundred grand, and the budget is a hundred. Because he he's willing to give us uh, as a blanket security that fourplex, we're giving him full purchase price. We're giving him the hundred thousand dollars to renovate, and we're doing it at our lowest rate seven point nine nine. Because on that on that fourplex, theoretically, we would leverage it to seventy five percent. 
So that gives that gives that client with from our perspective a, a blank check of 450 grand that they can use however they want. So he's saying, yeah, I'm going to allocate this much to the down payment and I want to pull out all this money to do the renovation. So we're doing zero down um, our lowest rate and giving him the money to do the renovation. So we're always out there just looking for ways to help the client. And again, with these more, with, with more experienced borrowers that have a portfolio, they have more options available to them. So we need to figure out ways to, to give that value add. And one of those is saying, Hey, like, let us look at your portfolio. There's no extra cost. We'll just tag the property. Um, your extra cost is the extra fee you're going to pay because of the, um, the, like the proportionate fee that you're going to pay because of the extra capital. And we're off to the races. Pretty good. Pretty good. Especially so if he, if he owns the properties, you're going to have even like with some good equity in them, which um, I know certainly a lot of our Ontario friends would have and probably all across the country uh, similar or currently at least um, certainly Southern Ontario. So uh, all those people can probably have some other options too there. They chat, chat through it with you and look at their portfolio and then kind of analyze it all. Well, I was going to um, ask you like typically, typically with a lender, you're looking at, like the, the the qualifications for the actual property and then there's a portion that's qualification on the buyer yeah it doesn't seem like you guys have that other side we we do want to make sure we're working with good people on the the like the covenant side we'll call it right um and what we look at there is we just take an application one page application uh we review credit bureau if credit is low we're okay with that but if credit is like if 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 the borrower is completely negligent, like every trade line is missing payments and they just don't care about paying their creditors, we have an issue with that. But bounced payments and, and, and high, high credit doesn't bother us at all. Um, and then we want an NOA just to see that they're paying their taxes. Um, uh, but outside of that, like once we have that on file, we only need it once a year. So we might do 10 deals and we never touch that again. What we care about is just like you said, Rob, we care about the property. Is there profitability? And in terms of serviceability, show us that you have the capital to do what you say you're going to do. So I'm not going to look at, oh, he makes a hundred grand on his NOA and it's going to cost him this. So the, the TDS, the total debt servicing or the gross debt servicing is this. We don't look at that arithmetic when we do these type of loans we look at show me a statement where show me a statement or debt right like it could be credit card it could be line of credit it could be a joint venture partner show us that you have the capital to do your renovations and pay us while you're doing them and then we're good so to answer your question rob we do know who our borrowers are and look into them um but it's very doc light uh, we'll, we'll spend more time interviewing them on, tell us about your trades. Tell us about your budget. How did you come up with this value? We're a little bit off. Like we'll spend more time with them on what we believe is the more material risk part, which is, do they know what they're doing? Should I be lending them my money? Right. It, it almost sounds like you guys have based your business model on rational thought which is like in the, in today's Canada uh, <clears throat> is quite refreshing. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. 
Yeah, we use a make sense approach and and why wouldn't we? And you know what? That make sense approach has um has provided us some amazing returns throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um we're very focused on risk. Like at any given time our our average foreclosure ratio is about 3%, which is below our the MIC industry average. But more importantly, our loss ratio is uh 0.3. So for every $100 we're lending out, we lose 30 cents. Um, we're, we're pretty good at, at judging risk. And we do that through, like you said, a rational approach. We don't box ourselves in. Um, of course we use portfolio. Um, uh, we use, we have portfolio constraints and we, we really look at risk, but it's from a make sense approach. Uh, so our listeners do need to know that you can go work with you anytime. They just got to reach out and they're going to get 500 bucks off too. When they do that, right. If they mention our show breakthrough. So certainly if you're listening or watching this and you want to take advantage of some of these opportunities, um, we'll get all, you know, we'll, we'll do your uh, contact info again, but, but reach out and, and easy 500 bucks back in your pocket on, on some of these deals as well, just for mentioning the show. So I want to encourage everyone to go do that and learn more about this. Um, let's talk about the Mick cause you mentioned that a few times, uh, First of all, what does that mean? Even some of our listeners might not be aware. And then, and then, you know, what's the, who, what does it all look like? What are, where, what is a MIC? What is, how does it work? So MIC is a mortgage investment corporation. Um, it is uh, the, the, the key regulation around a MIC is that um, you have to hold at least 50% of your assets in um, residential mortgages in Canada. Um, another, key requirement of a MIC is to dis- to disperse all of your earnings annually to your shareholders. So it's essentially a flow through. The MIC is not, the MIC does not pay corporate taxes. All the earnings we have get pushed to our shareholders who then pay taxes on the interest income that they earn. Um, because it's interest income that they earn, a lot of our, and, and interest income is taxed at your highest um, marginal tax rate. A lot of our investors, myself included, will use it to pile in their RRSPs and TFSAs um, and just watch those compound over time. Um, the MIC is regulated. So from the CRA standpoint, it has to have 50% of its assets in residential mortgages in Canada, and it has to disperse all its income to its shareholders annually. That's from the CRA requirements. From securities regulatory requirements, um, wherever we take money, we have to ensure that we're, um, that we are adhering to securities rules. So because we're Alberta based, um, the Alberta securities commission is our main regulator on that end, but we have investors in British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Ontario. Um, so really the, the, the key, um, the key there is we have to know our clients and the way that we accept capital, we don't use an offering memorandum. Um, so Calvert only accepts capital from accredited investors. So this is individuals who either earn uh, more than 200000 a year or have a million dollars net financial assets. So for whatever reason, the Securities Commission deemed people that meet one of those two thresholds sophisticated enough to invest in our uh, essentially private equity fund. Um, so that's kind of how it's regulated. Um, we also have to adhere to, uh, real estate, uh, regulations. It's FISRA, 
in Ontario who we have to adhere to. Um, it's the Real Estate Council of, Al of Alberta here um, in Alberta who we have to adhere to. Um, we have a board of directors. We have auditors. Um, we have a bank that lends us money that scrutinizes how we lend. So there's a lot of checks and balances going on with our fund. Not many, not, it, it's not very common, although it's becoming more uh, prevalent that mix use bank leverage. So we'll borrow from bank at 3% to leverage up the return to our shareholders. Um, it takes a lot of work to attract a bank in terms of our reporting, um, how we lend, um, uh, every month we have to give them very detailed reports. So it's, it's, it's very, uh, a lot of resources are put into that, but it provides us and our shareholders, uh, a ton of value to be borrowing money at that rate and allow me rather than raising money from uh, shareholders and paying them, you know, we hit around 10% annually, uh, rather than paying them 10% borrow from the bank at three and provide our current group of shareholders better value. So, uh, that's kind of, I guess, what a MIC looks like. Uh, each MIC is built different. So we're laser focused on this short-term residential real estate investor lending. And we are one of, we are the only game in, in, Cal, in, in, in Canada right now that's focused on that. There will be somebody that comes in and hopefully by the time that happens, we've built such a great brand, such, we, we provide such awesome customer service. We have tools where we have a moat around the business where we can continue to be the provider to real estate investors. But many of our competitors, or I'll call them industry members, um, focus on just like alternative B. So the client's almost a B borrower. So, you know, prime plus one borrower, they don't quite fit the B lender mold. So these would be the home trusts, the equitable banks, um, uh, they don't fit that, so they have to go to a private. So there's kind of a race um, to the bottom as it relates to pricing. So most mix out there are very focused on telling the brokerage world, I lend money at 4.99% or 5.99%. And they just want long-term first mortgages that sit on their books. Uh, that's not what we're interested in. So luckily, we don't have to... Uh, we don't have to play in that in that sandbox. So yeah, that's kind of what a MIC is, and and you know, for us, we only accept money from accredited investors. Um, I love working with like some of the some of the favorite components of what I do is working with. Now that we're growing to a point where we can attract big family offices that want to place, you know, five, $10 million at a time. We can talk to big, larger fund managers who have all these investment opportunities in front of them and, and getting to talk to them and having them dig through our investment opportunity is a lot of fun. Uh, for me, I get to learn how they're thinking. I get to learn how to position ourselves. Sometimes I learn, Oh, you know, they're, they're worried about this component within our, our book. Maybe we should provide more, guidance on it maybe we should consider a different tactic so as we've grown it's been a lot of fun growing our investor pool and working with some really sophisticated investors and is that your plan going forward uh like your plans for the future is just reach out and be in touch with these bigger uh bigger investors 
Yeah, as we need the capital, right? Like what's unique about us too is because we're lending such short term, we're lending out, like we'll lend out 400 million plus this year, right? And our, our book size might be 260 million at the end of the year. So that, that 400 would be the equivalent of what a billion dollar fund would do because they, they just don't turn their book over, right? Their average, um, their average time on book is more than two years. So we've grown, but we don't really need the capital. So, but yes, Rob, uh, when we do need it, it'll be continuing to reach out to that type of investor. And what's great is when you're kicking ass for the family that has a hundred million dollars and they have $5 million with you, they hang around those other families. Mm. So the other families and, and investment funds are knocking saying, Hey, Calvert, we want to learn more. And we're in a fortunate position where, we're really well capitalized. We, we just we just secured this great bank line of credit. We really don't need money for the next 18 months based on our budgeting, uh, but we'll accept it strategically. Well, after people hear this show, I'm certain you're going to need a, a somewhat, a, a few more dollars. Perfect. Hopefully. <laughs> Perfect. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. No, 100% you will. Uh, and that's why we brought you on, because we're excited about this offering and uh, want to get our people uh, working with you and doing more deals. Um, tons of opportunities out there. You got to find the deals first, obviously. Um, perhaps Rob and I can help you with that. But once we find that, you know, let's get that financing going quick, sometimes as quick as possible and easily and um, get some people into some good properties. So what else, Rob? I think that's pretty much, uh, we've got a lot of info here. So well, the people are going to want to know how to get in touch with you. What's the best way? Okay. The best way is certainly our website. Um, it's, there's, what we do is we always try to push content to educate. So our website, if you go in and and go into the flip and burst stuff, you're going to see, um, YouTubes, you're going to see, uh, case studies, you're going to see our flip analyzer. So chmic.ca, uh, that's, that's the easiest way to interact with us. And then on that website, you can contact us through there. So you can contact me. You can contact my business develop our business development team. You can contact our our underwriting team. It's all there. Do follow us on Instagram uh, at Calvert Home Mortgage because that's where you're gonna. We also push out content through that. So like, I I we're gonna before this podcast goes out, we're gonna tell our. I think we have seventeen hundred very active real estate investors on that. Um, Instagram handle, we're going to tell them, Hey, be sure to be sure to listen to the breakthrough podcast. We're going to be on there. Um, those type of things. So Instagram, our website, you contact us through email. Um, again, we always pick up the phone when, when there is a deal on the go and you need to get a hold of us, we're there. Awesome. Awesome. All of the, all of that info is going to be in the show notes, guys. Um, you know, just go to the website and you'll be able to hook up with Jesse through there if you didn't catch all that and you have a chance to write it down. So don't worry about that. He's there. He's available. You're not going anywhere. Um, thanks, man. Re- really appreciate this. This was a this was an eye opener, to be honest. It's a good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys. I I we're I'm still surprised how we're operating in secrecy. Like um, <laughs> we need to continue to to to, to push our way out more broadly but uh, I, lo- I love being on here and I love what you guys are doing a breakthrough like it's uh 
it's remarkable the lack of quality information out there for people investing in real estate. And uh, what you guys are doing is, is really impressive and, and hats off. And hats off to being the pioneer, some of the pioneers at it. Like we have some people coming on, but you know, there's lots of other great shows too. Lots of them now. I think, uh, you know, hopefully people are still appreciating our, our show yeah. and what it brings. And certainly people should go back and listen to other episodes if they haven't uh, done that. Cause there's tons of them. And, uh, and we, we love that you came on and shared this with us. It's been awesome. And people need to just remember to mention breakthrough when they reach out to us, they can grab another, you know, if there's not enough value there already, grab the 500 bucks off and, uh, it's a great deal. Yeah. Mention breakthrough. Uh, Sandy, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, best way is uh, Sandy at freedomreps.com. Uh, and I'm going to stop putting the phone number in because sometimes we've had, we, we keep, we're changing some things around there. So I think we'll leave that out for today. But Sandy at freedomreps.com, they will get me, uh, usually me directly. So feel free to reach out. Happy to help. And you can reach me at rob at mrbreakthrough.ca. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time been listening to the breakthrough real estate investing podcast we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show and we hope you've been inspired to take control and live life on your terms we'll be back soon but in the meantime make sure to like rate and review the show and don't forget to subscribe and listen on apple podcasts and spotify see you next time